Hello guys, welcome back to the e-commerce queen podcast or welcome to if you're new here. My name is Sarah and I'm your host. Um, I'm excited for today's episode. I feel like I've been so inconsistent with the podcast episodes. Uh, and one of the reasons for that is because I was sick. You, Some of you can probably hear from my voice, like it's still a little bit like, um, like lower than usual. Uh, but I was sick like last week and then I was like, I'm going to make a podcast episode on Saturday. But my voice was like, if I talk for a long time, like I just start coughing like crazy. So I was like, I didn't want to record it on, on the weekend. Um, now it's, I think it's Monday today. No, it's Tuesday today. Um, so we're a little bit late from the usual schedule because usually I post on Sundays, but we're rolling with it. Um, but yeah, I've been just living life. Um, I've been sick. Some of you saw my Instagram story uh, like last week. I said that I've been sick like three times the past month, which is really weird because like last time I've been sick like um, before I came to Miami, the last time I was sick was like three years ago. Uh, I, I remember it was when I was in Toronto like three years ago. That was the last time I was sick. Um, so it's really weird. I've been sick now like the three times the past month. Um, and part of me thinks that it's probably like the new bacteria here. Uh, maybe like the water or like the food or there's something like my body is like getting used to the new bacteria here or I don't, I don't know uh, but anyways I've been great just busy enjoying Miami living life working going to a gym just basic stuff um, but I'm excited uh, for you guys to learn new things in today's episode so in, in this episode we're gonna cover some of the red flags that you need to be aware of uh, with Alibaba suppliers I love talking about this topic like I feel like one of the most asked questions that I get uh, from my students and just from people who like follow me on social media um, is about like uh, manufacturing and how to find good manufacturers and even a lot of times like my students like you guys um, send me like screenshots of the conversations that you've been having with your supplier and you're like okay is this a good sign is this a bad sign like what should I answer like all of this um, and I like it because like you know sometimes um, when you are like if, if, if it's your first time like talking to uh, Chinese manufacturers like the business culture is so different there and the way they communicate and just the communication in general like you just need to learn you just need to learn kind of how it works and there's like a lot of things that goes into it so that's what we're gonna talk about today so the first one first red flag that i want to mention is like <clears throat> it takes like they don't stick by the words and i see this happen all the time i've had multiple manufacturers up by myself in the past where like they say like okay this is the lead time yes we have like inventory in stock we have this and this like the lead time is five days or ten days and the shipping is this and this long um and then they just don't stick by it like it's just always like longer it always takes longer or even the biggest thing guys be really really aware of this when it comes to drop shipping and like i always say i i never use aliexpress for drop shipping just because i don't like it just because there's so many uh, incredible dropshipping suppliers in Alibaba as well. You just need to find them. Uh, so the reason, like the biggest red flag that you need to be aware of is that when you're contacting these dropshipping suppliers on Alibaba, they, they, this also goes when it comes to like uh, ordering, like making bulk orders. But the things that you need to be aware of is like different. Like then you need to pay attention to like the lead time and the quality and everything. But when it comes to dropshipping, you want to ask them like, do you guys have these products in stock? Because 
a lot of the times when you ask them like are you able to provide dropshipping they say yes but then like every time you get an order you don't want that they start making the product from scratch right because that is going to take ages it's gonna it's gonna take like five days to a week to get it shipped and then it's like plus the shipping times and it's gonna take like two to three weeks to get it to a customer so you want to make sure that they have let's say you are selling like water bottles uh makeup brushes i don't know like lamps or whatever it is um you want that when you get an order the time for them that it takes like dispatch the order it's like one to two days so make sure to ask that make sure to ask like do you have this in stock how many like how many days do you need before you can send the ship out the order and it should be max like one to two days like three to four days even like that's that's too long for me i always aim to get a supplier that has like one to two days uh so that's something that you really need to um be aware of because a lot of times the suppliers are like yes we do dropshipping and then you get an order and it takes like one and a half weeks for them to like to get the freaking order to a post office and then it takes like the shipping times and everything so it's way too long and now the second thing um to this whole same thing like doesn't stick to their words and stuff like that uh is your lead time so this is especially crucial crucial when it comes to like getting bulk orders because especially if you are selling on amazon sometimes like if you sell out your stock like really fast especially like uh q4 like during winter season like black friday like sometimes uh you're just selling your products <clears throat> like way faster than expected at least that always happens to me i'm always like oh my god like it's selling so much more faster because obviously people are ordering more during q4 so um you want to, like when you ask them like what's the lead time and if it's 10 days you want to make sure if it's actually 10 days or if it's going to be like 25 days or something uh because if you always know that they don't like stick behind their words then you know like um you know to purchase the order earlier uh and maybe you need to get like air shipping and stuff like that if you know that the lead time like the inventory like for it takes a lot like a long, long time for the manufacturers to get ready so that's the first thing and then um actually actually this is the next thing but this kind of relates to the first thing so samples so bad samples like these the biggest biggest thing that i personally make like you need to order samples bad samples is the biggest red flag because if they don't put effort into the samples they're not gonna care about the actual orders or 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 not to mention your bulk orders so because usually like good manufacturers what i've seen like the samples for them is like because it's like a test drive essentially like it's like it's like a test or you want that everything's perfect right it's same as like when you're purchasing a ho- purchasing a home and you go to the viewings like you go view the home like the real estateers like they're always like the home looks stunning like it's all clean like there's music playing it's perfect um so that's the that's how the sa- product sample is uh, supposed to be it's supposed to be perfect i mean obviously that that's how all like you want that all the whole inventory is gonna be like amazing obviously but if they are not gonna put effort into the sample order which is literally the most crucial part because that kind of dictates whether you you know as a seller are going to work with this uh, factory so if they do not care about that like why would they care about the actual orders because the sample order is usually the one that you know dictates the whole you know starting like business relationship and everything so that's like the biggest red flag and i personally made this mistake like i found uh this new product this was or like a few years ago i found this new product i was like i want to start selling this uh and i was so i, I wanted to be quick so i just like literally picked almost the first manufacturer that i found and i ordered three samples one of them was broken but i was like yeah that's fine like it's like it, 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 it like it'll be fine uh and then some of the orders were started to be broken and i was like yeah not, like I'm, I'm not gonna work with this like i'm gonna have like too many chargebacks like pissed out customers everything so do not do that always order samples 
and I always say like to my students as well order more multiple samples from different manufacturers don't just like order one sample because you you want to order like um at least like two or at least two but I recommend order like three at least uh from all from like different potential manufacturers that you would actually consider yourself working with so when they already meet all the other criteria that's when you order the samples and by the way also when it comes to samples like I was saying uh and on the previous thing like the first red flag like when they don't stick to their words so this is super crucial when it comes to dropshipping this is kind of how you can test like do they actually have like let's say you ask the manufacturer you're like hey do you have these products in stock how many days does it take for you to dispatch one order and they will say it will be two days and then you order a sample and suddenly it takes like five days to a week so that's like the biggest red flag as well i see this happen so many times when they say like yeah we have these products in stock like yeah we like we ship all the orders like within the same day and then suddenly when you order a sample it takes like a week for them to ship out so that's like really big red flag as well and also one thing that I would also recommend you guys to do is you can even like have FaceTimes with the suppliers. I've I've had so many times like uh, just like a Skype call uh, with my suppliers. So what you can also do is you can just like ask them to film, like ask them to film the products on, on a FaceTime so you can like see. Uh, and this is also one good tip. I actually gave this, um, I think I've talked about this on TikTok as well, but also in my course, uh, like one good way on how you can find your like competitors manufacturer let's say you have a competitor and you know that they're sourcing their products from alibaba and you want to sell the same product is you can obviously ask the supplier like hey are you the manufacturer of this and this brand and if they say yes because obviously they can say yes and they are not the manufacturer like you you might see like three different factories say like yes we're the we're the original you know manufacturer of these brands products uh so what you can also do is like just facetime them and you know facetime them and make them show um the inventory i've had this with with my amazon products like uh my supplier has sent like pictures of my competitors like stock and i'm like like you know like you then know that like uh you most likely have like the same quality products like your your products are going to be as good quality as your main competitors products so those are like the two things um the first two things to be aware of so samples uh was the second one and then also like the experience like I would make sure like usually I say like work with a factory that has been at least like four to five years in business uh but then also I know that like trading companies like some of the trading companies um like when it comes to dropshipping it's fine to work with a trading company because most of the times manufacturers are not able to dropship because obviously they are having like super like big um you know bulk orders so they don't have time to like ship the products one by one so uh trading companies are great in that sense because usually they are like willing to drop ship like the products more easily uh but the thing about that is that like a lot of the trading companies have only been in business for like one or two years and that can be a red flag uh, i had so many questions uh even for my students like is it bad like this factory like it seems great uh this supplier is perfect but they have only been in business for like one or two years and in my opinion like that can like that that's not the end of the world like if everything's perfect like the products are good they ship the orders in time the communication communication is good like they're legit like they're verified their trade assurance everything's perfect then honestly go for it and just try like how it works out uh if you have purchased like sample orders and stuff like that i would definitely not purchase like a massive bulk order at once um or anything like that but just you can try them like how they are uh but usually like if they only have like one year like that that's a red flag for me i always aim to go uh, for manufacturers that has been at least for like five years um and they have experience like working with you know big brands and stuff like that so that that's a red flag 
uh, to me as well in some cases. And then the next one is in bulk orders. Like when you are making bulk orders, you can see this easily. You, you can actually see this in, in Shopping as well. Uh, or when you are selling your Shopify. But with Amazon FBA, like what I've always noticed is that like a big red flag is that if you purchase, let's say like five, 500 to like 1000 units and there's too many ineffective units in that inventory, that's a red flag as well. And he's something like when you start make purchasing like big uh, bulk orders, I would recommend to work with a like in, like hire like an inspection company. There's so many inspection companies in China that can go through the whole product inventory. Uh, but you're if you don't do this like at the beginning, the latest when you're going to notice this is your Amazon chargebacks, like returns. Uh, if you have so many returns of customers like returning your products, like the product is ineffective, it's not working, um, or stuff like that, and also. Also, this this goes if you sell electric products, like products that work with works with like batteries or just any type of electric products. Like if you notice too many ineffective units, that can be a red flag as well. And always calculate them. Like once you have sold out the whole inventory, let's say you have 500 units. If there were like let's say 40 or I hope not that much, but like even 10 or 15 uh, ineffective units, then make sure to tell that your supplier. And if you have a really great supplier, sometimes they can even add that for free into your next uh, inventory when you when you purchase that. Um, so yeah, those are like the main things that you need to be aware of. And then also one uh, thing that's super important as well when it comes to like the communication. I know a lot of you guys like me before, like a few years ago, I used to always talk to my suppliers on WhatsApp, but now I always talk on Alibaba because I'm on my laptop more. So I always have like the chat open there, but I get like some of you wants to, especially if you are working full time um, in like nine to five and you don't have time to like be on your laptop constantly to check the messages. Uh, it can be easier to talk on WhatsApp or like Skype or WeChat or, you know, those platforms that Chinese people are using. Uh, but one thing that you need to this is super super important in order for you to be protected um is that when it comes to communicating outside of alibaba like none of the conversations like none of the communications that you do outside of alibaba it, they're not protected only if you discuss the the inventory details and like the all the agreements like in the platform then you're going to be protected let's say you get screwed over um like you okay so you you find a supplier then you're like okay hey here's my number add me on whatsapp let's select there and then you agree on everything on whatsapp and you're gonna be like, okay, we order 500 units. These are the prices. Da da da. da. Um, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but there's coming like music from the pool area. I have a microphone, so I hope it doesn't. I don't think it catches the noise. But uh, anyway, so when you agree on all the details, let's say like 500 units and this is the price and everything, uh, and you discuss that on WhatsApp, and you, then you pay your supplier. Uh, even if it's on Alibaba and then you get screwed over like there's so many ineffective products or the products were wrong or they're not working or something because anything can happen like you never know you always want to be you know safe than sorry right so if something happens and you there's the conversation is not on Alibaba's like the mes message messenger platform you're like Alibaba doesn't care like they're not gonna refund you your money like trade assurance you're not gonna be covered by trade assurance because there's no proof of the you know conversations that you have had with the supplier so what you need to do it's still fine if you want to discuss on whatsapp however what you need to do is before you pay the order on Alibaba um, you need to tell the supplier like okay can you just send all the details that we just discussed all the agreements everything that we agreed on can you just um, 
um, send all the details to the chat. So what what this supplier can then send you is like, we agreed on with, with this and this customer, we agreed on this and this many unit, units, uh, this is the total price, and these are the agreements, the, the air shipping, the, this is how much the air shipping costs and everything. Uh, and then you answer to that and then you'll be granted. So uh, that's what you want to do. And then also like the safest ways to... Um, pay your suppliers either PayPal or Alibaba Trade Assurance. The good thing about PayPal is that they have like crazy good customer protection. They're always on the customer side. Like PayPal is literally always on the customer side. Um, so PayPal or Trade Assurance, and even now Trade Assurance actually Alibaba, you can they just added PayPal there. I'm pretty sure you, you can now pay on PayPal. So it's you don't even have to um, pay like um, on PayPal like out, outside of Alibaba because it's one of the payment uh, methods now there. So yeah, honestly, those are it. I'm gonna check my list, but I think those were all the things that I had to mention. Uh, but yeah, and then also like just when it comes to finding a manufacturer, like please do not rush through this part. I always say this to my students, like don't like don't rush through this part because you rather just spend time now before you launch your store, before you launch your products. You rather just spend the time now of you know going through this phase properly so that it doesn't hurt you like later down the line when you're actually like selling the products. And same goes to when you're finding a product especially on Amazon, when you are investing into product inventory, like do not rush through the product research part. There's one, that's one of the, if you want to fail, if you want to lose a shit ton of money, then you can rush through that part. Then, then, you know, just go for it. But if you want to be, you know, safe, um, then don't, don't rush through that part. Like when I, when I started selling Amazon, like the first product, um, I spent, I can't remember how many, how much time I spent, but I like when I found the actual product that I end up selling, even like I still when I found the product, I still was building my like the product opportunity list for like the next two weeks, next two or three weeks, because I just want to make sure like I'm not going to find anything better or, you know, I'm not making the like wrong decision. So I didn't like rush through that part uh, because I was like, I just want to, you know, do proper research and make sure that my decision is like packed uh, back to Packed, packed uh, by data. So yeah, this episode was a little bit shorter than usual. It's 17 minutes right now, but it's fine. I gave. I hope you found um, value from this episode, and I hope you learned something new. And also, if you have any, I'm actually having a podcast interview next week, um, which I'm super excited. No, actually, in two days. I think two or three days. I'm super excited for it. Uh, no, yeah, it's this week. Is it this week? Not next week. Um, if you have any like suggestions, suggestions uh, for these podcast episodes, like any topics that you want me to talk about, whether it's related to Amazon, uh, Shopify, like dropshipping, like whatever you want me to talk about, please send me a message on Instagram because. I want to talk about things that you find valuable and sometimes you know even it's hard for me like most of the times like it's really easy for me to find topic ideas because there's just so many you know things that I want to talk about and there's so many you know things that you can talk when it comes to like e-commerce but also it helps me like I love when I love it every time I get a DM from someone there's like hey can you make an episode about this or can you please help me with this can you talk about this so if you have anything in mind like whether you need help with something just send me um, a podcast episode and I rather answer to like all of your questions in a podcast episode because then I know that it's gonna help more people rather than just like answering like a super long message to each of you in my dms because it's gonna you know it takes so much time so I'd rather just like uh do like in-depth podcast episodes where I can actually keep more value and teach the the topic to you like properly so yeah actually I might do like a Q&A episode 
in like next week or something uh where you can just like send me questions on instagram and then i can like answer them in here or something like that uh but yeah thank you so much for listening i hope that you enjoyed and also don't forget to leave a review for the podcast where if you are listening on spotify or apple i would uh appreciate it if you can leave a review because it helps the podcast to grow and reach more people um and spread the word of e-commerce so yeah thank you for listening and i'm gonna see you in the next episode Bye.